0: And welcome everyone to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk. As always, I am Matt and I am joined once again by my wonderful co-host Slade. Slade, how's it going over there in North Alabama? Going good. Um, I'm
1: sure it's the same as it is in South Mississippi, uh, hot and humid. But uh, other than that, we're looking good. We're a week away from, I'm a, I'm a few days away from getting off of work for, for a week. Uh, we're shutting down the plant, so I'm I'm getting geared up for that
0: yeah you've been telling me about your vacation plans and and i'm not gonna lie man i'm a little jealous uh happy for you at the same time i'm happy anytime somebody gets some time off of work and gets to travel and, and see different things but uh, oh yeah we're, we're you're going to a part of the country that i really enjoy so uh, yeah. oh absolutely asheville north
1: carolina i'm excited we're going to see the built more see the mount there's all sorts of things up there that we kind of wanted to see um we always we've always kind of liked that out the mountainous areas of, of East Tennessee and uh, Western North Carolina, my girlfriend's from out that way, so we might go explore some of those places. Um, but we're just going to have us a, a good old time and and relax
0: and and
1: try to try to take it easy for the week.
0: Yeah, man, for sure. Like I said, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you're getting to getting to go over that way. I've been to Asheville once myself. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous place. Absolutely gorgeous um so maybe I'll, I'll, i know you'll enjoy it uh, maybe i'll run into beth phoenix
1: or edge or dax or yeah Dax
0: you hardwood know, you never know you never know that's awesome slay uh, guys if you're listening for the first time we'd like to welcome you to turnbuckle talk um if you're a repeat listener we appreciate you greatly uh and you know the drill by now, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, please give us a like and a follow on both of those platforms on Facebook, we are at Buckle Talk. And on Twitter, we are at Turnbuckle P. Once again, give us a like and a follow. You can stay up to date on all things Turnbuckle Talk. Um, if you're on the Twitter and give us a follow on there, we, we try and live tweet uh, weekly Monday Night Rawls, Friday Night Smackdowns, uh, the pay-per-views, um, and, 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 and try and be a little entertaining during some of those shows. Uh, but with that being said, to this week, Slade, we are going to do our Money in the Bank preview since, as of recording time, the Money in the Bank will uh, pay-per-view will take place this Sunday in, what, four days from now? Three days? Four days from the Dickies Arena in Fort Worth, Texas.
1: The first indoor show with fans since, oh, God
0: royal rumble last uh, february yeah
1: yeah. it had been i'm trying to remember what was it was elimination chamber 20 that's the last uh with fans indoors because i mean obviously mania did but it was in an outdoor stadium event they've had in uh, 17 months yes that's wild it is it is wild um Again, just an unprecedented time in, in wrestling history, and I get it, it. It was unfortunate that it came to that. It's unfortunate that it had to happen, but I'm glad we we seem to have weathered it, and I'm glad that we're going to finally get an arena with fans in it cheering wow. them. Because frankly, pro wrestling needs live interaction to work as well as it can.
0: Right. Yeah, and I think I saw a tweet earlier today that said that it, the you know the the show is sold out. Uh, it, it's a hard sell out for the Money in the Bank, uh, so that's a good thing. You got to imagine the fans are going to be very very excited to be there. Of course, you have SmackDown on Friday night that'll be um, with fans. Um, right. You know that'll be your first official show post Thunderdome era. Uh, and and yeah, it's kind of like you said, wrestling needs fans, man. They need those live live crowds, that live interaction. Uh, right. wrestling isn't alone in that, you know. Watching the NBA last year was tough, especially during the Major, playoffs. Major League Two. Yeah, you know, but the NBA they had those little uh the, the screens with the fans, you know, sitting courtside uh, or whatever. Little zoom screens or whatever. Yeah, and and I think WWE kind of took that and made it into the Thunderdome, which was a hundred times better than what the NBA did, which they also had entire arenas to work with and not just little areas. But um, right. yeah, every every professional sport or entertainment medium was, uh, was hurting by not being able to have the live crowd, live reactions, uh, the interactions and, and wrestling wasn't immune to that. So I'm very happy for the performers. I know they have to be excited uh, you know, AEW has went, has had fans at Daly's Place for, they had them, what, for the past few months at least, maybe longer. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, they 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 had a few, and then they've, I mean, I guess technically the WWE break did for a little bit when they had the NXT guys be in the crowd, but that, yeah, that doesn't That really wasn't, care. yeah, no, that
0: wasn't. That doesn't really count. No, but, you know, AEW, they've had those, which Daly's Daily Place, Place was an outdoor venue or is an our right. venue, um, but I think, it, it, you know, it's kind of the same deal that we've mentioned, you know, WWE is the quote big bad wolf um, in the wrestling industry. So everything kind of starts starts and stops with them. So we're kind of right. looking, you know, this weekend coming up as kind of the reset button, if you will, um, with fans being able to be back in attendance. I think AEW Dynamite next week is actually in Fort Worth as well. Um, Ooh. I think it's in. I think I think that's what I saw. Um, if that's the case, then you know that whole Dallas Fort Worth area is going to be um, getting their fix of wrestling for the next week. Be like the old WCCW.
1: Almost going to have to reopen the sportatorium.
0: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they're they're, they're definitely at, they're in Garland.
1: They're not in. Uh,
0: okay,
1: they're at, it's it's the Metro, but it's not the. I it's you. not. It's not the. It's not the actual
0: Dallas Fort Worth, but close enough. Right, in the same vicinity. It's not like being in San Antonio or El Paso. Right. You're yeah. You're,
1: you're you're kind of on the outskirts, but it's still close enough that people can get to it.
0: Gotcha. But yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, you know, and WWE and AEW have both announced uh, the multiple multiple Wait. city tours. Uh, coming up so yeah man it seems to to things will be back and, and rolling like we, we're used to seeing in wrestling uh here starting this weekend. Yes and I'm excited. Definitely definitely. Um but that being said like I said we're here to preview the money in the bank pay-per-view. So before we get into the money in the bank uh, there are a couple of questions I wanted to ask you about uh-huh. what's about what's happened on Raw and SmackDown. Um here, one that I don't think we've talked about since this happened is what do you think about Otis and his uh seemingly heel turn and 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 being clean-shaven and cutting his hair and and what do you what do you think about him and Gable <laughs> being together
1: With Gable I like it um I I, I always hate when a uh, I don't know how to say this. It seems like the only template WWE has for a heel turn is to is to make the, the heel like super serious mm-hmm. and take away any fun whatsoever. And, and I understand like you don't want – you don't want to like whatever makes people like him, you don't want to give fans that. I understand that. Right. But it seems like there's no happy medium of, okay – we don't want to give him what they want, but we don't. We completely strip away what he has, the personality he does have, and make him just this robotic, super serious guy. Now, Chad Gable is a, is plenty um, charismatic enough, and I love the tag team, and I actually like Otis's attitude, and I kind of like the look, and I actually wish he would have. I think. This Otis would have actually been a better money in the bank contender than the Otis that won it yes. last year. Yes, one hundred percent. Um, like I said, I hope they don't go too far, and they—it doesn't seem like they've gone just way too far in the uber series, no fun allowed part. But I just—I want them to keep that, keep it that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you on that. I will say, uh, with this new kind of change in attitude, if you will. Um, he he keeps my attention, you know, and when he's on the screen, you know, like I, I do like that they've I mean he's essentially squashed uh Montez Ford and uh Angelo Dawkins, you know. Right. Um the legitimate tag team obviously it was in singles matches. Uh but I like that they're making him look legitimate. Like a and, yeah in that aspect and to your point if, I wish they would have done this when he had the money in the bank briefcase because that would add right. legitimacy to it. Whereas at the time it was a joke, you know, people were like, you're not but- believing Otis being the money in the bank winner. And then uh, the way he won it with them, you know, he just called it. He didn't climb the ladder. Um, it, yeah, I wish this was the Otis that had the briefcase. But at the same time, I'm kind of with you in that it. it it doesn't have to be so serious to be a heel. Like, I agree with that. And and I do hope that, you know, because it's always a work in progress in wrestling, right? It's always a work and, in progress. Um, and you so hope I'm, they let him keep
1: some of his personality.
0: Yes, I hope, like you said a minute ago, just find a happy medium. And and, and I'm hoping that, you know, uh, very soon down the road that they'll be able to find a happy medium because you're kind of getting to see both sides of Otis, if you will. Um, and then maybe they can kind of just, moved him to the middle um to where he is a killer in the ring but he still has the you know um and he's always been legitimate in the ring don't get me wrong uh but they're just bringing that out a little bit more right now uh um, because slate i remember seeing him up in jackson at a live show at a house show um that dude is a monster you know he's, yeah, he's shorter a dude. you know he's on the shorter side but he is a big grown man you know um, and for him to be able to move like he does for his size is just is is very fun to watch. Like um, I
1: feel like you could have had him be his in ring now last year, and sort of yeah, like you said, added a little bit like a, make it a legit threat. Like yeah, he's kind of a goofball, and yeah, he comes across as a teddy bear, but you don't want to mess with him because he will hurt you if you if you cross him in the ring. Right. And he was never treated like that.
0: Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Um, Another question I have, did you watch NXT last night or Tuesday (sighs) night? Part of it. You can see all of it. Okay. Well, did you see that Mandy Rose was on NXT? I
1: noticed that Mandy Rose was on NXT, and it looks like that's a permanent move.
0: So my question, because I was watching – I'll be honest. I was watching it, but I had it on mute, like I couldn't hear the commentary, and I didn't right. realize it was Mandy Rose. So, and then after the show, somebody had texted me and was talking about her being on NXT, and da 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 da, da. And so, is she on NXT, or was she trying to like recruit somebody now, for the main roster?
1: No, she's on it. No, apparently, uh, if if the if the sheets are to be believed, and I have no reason to believe to think they're not. Um she is officially on NXT right now. That it's basically worked out as a trade where she's gone to NXT and Aaliyah's moving to Raw.
0: Aaliyah which is? I,
1: Yeah, it looks like Aaliyah her beating the crap out of Robert Stone was her swan song.
0: Okay. And so did they say if if, if- Mandy, I I would assume she's still going to be an in ring talent, but she had kind of like a manager look to her.
1: I think she is. It looks like I hesitate to say what they're going to do because, you know, things change. Obviously, yeah. But it seems like she will be an in ring talent. Kind of a double edged sword there. She had shown improvement, but, you know, maybe being in an NXT where with whose women's division is probably the best women's division in the world right now, truthfully. And letting her go against some of those people will help her kind of sharpen up her skills in-ring and add a little bit of personality and flair to to it, which, like I said, the NXT in-ring women's talent's great. And not to say that there's not some personality there, but Mandy brings kind of a different kind of personality there yes. Than, than the others, and I think that'll help. Um, there's possibility that she'll join uh, the Frankie Monet group or she'll be a rival of Frankie Monet. I'm not sure. But it looks like she's going to be down there for a little while anyway.
0: I got you. I got you. Um, It was just weird because she was in a segment on Monday Night Raw the night before. Yeah. You know, um, and they've had this thing going with Natty and Tamina. um, And then you just see her on NXT. And so it was very – I was like, well, I I mean – I. Could see her being on an NXT, but uh, she was literally on RAW last night. But we obviously know with WWE that doesn't really matter because they'll literally have somebody wrestle a match and then fire him the next day. Yes. Um, so, yeah. yeah and, and, and I go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, and you made a really good point about her. You know, the the NXT women's division is probably top to bottom the best in the world right now, but at the same time if you add somebody like Mandy Rose to it, you, you, you're adding a little, Zazz. Uh, yeah, I was going to say diversity, but you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the same type of, of, of wrestler that you have already on your roster, right. you know? So you're, you're adding somebody to that roster. They can do different things, you know? Um, like you said, not necessarily the strongest in the ring, but you, you, Everybody doesn't have to be, you know what I mean. Um, and to her credit, she has all, you know, she's always improved. She's gotten better. Um, uh, she's stating the obvious here, but she's not bad to look at from a TV, you know, presence. Um, right. And, and and something just draws you to her when she's on screen, and right. uh, and just having that kind of variety. I guess is the better word I was looking for than diversity, but variety, um, in that women's division will help out, you know, instead of just having a bunch of the same type of women in that division. Correct. Correct. Uh, It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. No. Um, Now Aaliyah going to raw, I don't really know enough about her to have, you know, an opinion one way or another. Um, I guess, you know, I'll,
1: people I'll seem see. to like her down there and people seem to think that she's one of those that just kind of got lost in the shuffle. So maybe, but again, haven't seen enough of her to know if this is a good thing or not, truthfully.
0: Right. You know, and one more thing, uh, since we mentioned her a minute ago, did you watch Raw on Monday night? Again, part, but not all. Okay. Did you see the Natty and, uh... <laughs> she wrestled no, I didn't. I'll go ahead and say,
1: I did not see, did not see Natty.
0: Natty and who did she wrestle? Oh my goodness. I Google it for Rhea me. Ripley? Yes. Jeez. how I, I, I completely blanked out there. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Natty had a match Monday night and Slade, uh, I will say, you know, I've kind of been hard on Rhea, uh, not necessarily in the ring, but just uh, I don't understand it. Her presentation you know, leaves just, a lot to be desired. Well, every time she's on TV, she looks different. You know, she's got a drawing over her eye one week. The next week she's got this. The next week she's got that. I don't understand it. Um, and then, you you know, uh, Natty, she's been there forever. Um, uh, yeah, you know, but I will say this, Slade, because I did think about you when I was watching this match. They had a damn good match Monday night. You know, um, it I'm was, not surprised. I mean,
1: I don't. Again, I don't like either one of Rhea's or Natalia's presentations at all. Right. But they're good in the ring. Like my feelings toward them, notwithstanding, like the way they're presented. I'm not surprised they had a good match. I did see the end. I did see the after effects of the match,
0: where Charlotte, Charlotte came in and
1: yeah. but I didn't. I didn't see the match. No,
0: it was. It was. I was pleasantly surprised. Maybe I shouldn't have been. You know, but given with just how I felt about and Maddie she's looked and,
1: overwhelmed at times. I'll say that. Yes, Rhea has,
0: and Natty's a good person to get in there with, you know, to slow you down, to calm you down, you know, because like we mentioned with that match she and that Rhea and Charlotte had at the pay per view, the last pay per view, it was just go 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 spot spot spot, but this it it yeah, Rhea seemed comfortable and she was laying in the stuff, and Natty was taking it, man, and it was, I was very, very surprised at the match, and I, I, I really enjoyed that match, uh, so I just thought it was only right, you know, if, if I see something that I didn't care for, I call it out with them, but obviously, I liked it, so, you know, give them their props on that, um, if you enjoy women's wrestling, and you didn't see that match, I highly encourage you to go back and watch it, um you know it wasn't a 10 star tokyo dome classic or anything by any stretch of the imagination but it was a really good women's match on monday night raw um right I, you know i just had to mention that give them their props um because they did do a really good job uh and then speaking of that before one more thing before we get in the pay-per-view i watched raw on monday night obviously it was taped last week because i've already tore down the thunderdome after smackdown this past friday um, right I feel like the first two hours you could tell that it was a tape show. Um, yeah, because it was bad. It was not interesting. It did not hold my attention. Uh, I, I think I tweeted out the best part of the first two hours of overall was Matt Riddle saying that his favorite western movie was Toy Story Two. Um, you know, and I don't know if that's a credit to him or a knock on the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the first two hours of Raw but i will say that last hour monday night really picked up um and i enjoyed the last hour but the first two hours kind of took me back to like two months ago or whatever you know when raw was just in a in a a, just in a downward spiral um, where they couldn't get out of their own way but it's like we mentioned you know they went to through a two or three week span here recently where they raw had been pretty good um so with that coupled with the first two hours being bad it kind of stood out even more how you know and i don't know if it was because it was tape, because i've heard jim Ross say you know when 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 talent know that they're doing a tape show they're not they know that they can do stuff over you know they they know they have a net they know that it's not live and so the edge is kind of going a little bit right um, so i don't know if that was the case or or, or what um but the first two hours were kind of just yeah slow and trotting. And, and it could also be
1: kind of that, um, for lack of a better term, the last day of school feel right or, right, or that feeling you have when you know you've got like a long weekend coming up, and that last day of work, and so kind of melling it in. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I mean, gotta hope nobody from from the plant hears this, but you know you're kind of going <laughs> you're, you're kind of going through the motions, not that you're not. Working hard, or you're not trying, but you know your right. mind is like, okay, let me get this done and let me get out of here as quick right. as I can. So because I've got things I want to do, I got things I want to see, I got people I want to see. So right. I'm get this done as quick as I can and let me get out of here. I don't want to. I don't want to stay any longer than I have to. Yeah,
0: it's not. So that's, when, that's when you race. get
1: agitated when cars don't decide to run until two thirty, and you're supposed to get off at three fifteen the day before the Friday before Fourth of July. But that's another story for another
0: time, right? Yeah, it's just you want to clock in, do your eight hours, and, clock and get out. out. Yeah,
1: and get out of there, and and like and relax. And oh, that, so I think that that could be some of it. Like you know, hey, we know this is the last time we're going to have to be here. I I imagine that had to, I mean, that yeah, had to yeah. be taxing. I know traveling a lot. I know that's going to get old. I know that that wears you down too, but being for lack of a better, I'm stuck in the same spot for 17 months. That had to get old.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And, and like, being able to get away from there, like, I bet you're probably just like, I want to do this. I want to get out of here, and I don't want to see Thunderdome or the Yingling Center or the Tropicana Field or any of Tampa for the next, you know, right. three
0: years. I've right. seen it. I'm good. Raymond James Stadium. Right, like I want. <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, no, you make you make a good point. That could very well have been the case as well. Um, it was just something I'd noticed, you know. Uh, yeah, and 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 I lied a few minutes ago. I got one last thing because I just remembered that this happened after we we recorded our podcast last week. In which, if you haven't listened to our uh, episode from last week, I encourage you to. It was a really fun episode. Really enjoyed doing that episode, um, but. Word came out Friday, last Friday, uh, that Bailey got hurt in, in training and that she's going to be out for approximately nine months. Right. Um, it wasn't known at the time that the report came out what the injury was, but, you know, she she did a video segment on SmackDown. Her knee was in a brace, so obviously it's a knee injury. Uh nine-month time frame, you can suspect a torn ACL-type injury. Um, and, and so they've they they took her in Bianca's match. It was supposed to be a I match at Money in the Bank. They moved it to this Friday, and it's going to be Bianca and Carmella. Uh, right. So, two part question: uh, one, how tough of a break is that for Bailey? Um, and two, do you think Carmella was the right replacement and and moving it to SmackDown? Um, part one: it's a god awful break for Bailey. Um,
1: I would argue, and that she was the the women's side MVP of this whole um,
0: um, Thunderdome era, for lack of a better term. Oh, even uh, the the PC era before it. Yes, yeah, she her and Sasha. Yeah.
1: she knocked it out of the park.
0: Yeah, man.
1: Um, she was she was her in ring work, her her promos, her character work like she was everything. And you know that she was looking forward, probably as much as anybody, to getting out and going to see and being in front of fans and and having that interaction again, yes. and to have it, uh, um, and to have it taken away the way it was right before you're going to go out just has to be heartbreaking
0: yeah
1: um as for Carmella since I don't think you want to take the belt off of Bianca I think Carmella is a perfect fill-in um her character it fits her character um especially since it seems like Sonya Deville for whatever reason is like wanting to help her so it makes sense that she would kind of get thrown into that match and you know, it kind of goes along with that. Oh, I'm the most beautiful woman, therefore I deserve all these things. And she's competent enough in the ring. And Bianca's d- done a good enough job as champion. But I think it'll be a solid match. And I figure, I think, again, Bianca's not losing. Like, I don't worry about yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, them, them definitely moving into SmackDown told you – or tells you, you know, yeah. um, she ain't losing, you know. They're not taking the title off of her on the first live uh, – uh, with live fans in attendance show. Um, they're not doing that. Right. Uh, you know, I tend to agree with you. It's kind of like – kind of like I messaged you in our uh, – when when I was kind of spitballing on possible replacements for Bailey. you know, I brought up like a Tony Storm or a Shotzi. Um, but then it was Carmella, and and then it, you know, I was like, yeah, it makes sense because Carmella can eat that pin.
1: Yeah, it ain't um, gonna hurt. Like somebody like shots. you your Tony. You're bringing them in, and then they're eating a pin. Like, yeah, it's, it's a loss to the champion, but right. You're having them eat a pin right off the bat.
0: Yeah, and so, um, you know, with Bianca, she's in a position where they're they're obviously building towards something big with her, and possibly, if I had to guess, Sasha. Or maybe Becky at Somerset. Right. Um, so you know, if you've been following along yeah. on her journey at all, uh, you know she's not losing at This paper, she would, you know, she was not lose into Bailey um, in, a, in an I Quit match. Bailey was in there to make Bianca look even stronger and even better. You know, right. that's what her job was, and she was doing a good job of it. Um, so yeah, but for Bailey. I echo your sentiments, man. Like, that's the toughest break you can have. Um, you know, they said it was a freak accident, training, um, doing chain wrestling with another female. Uh, so I assume she might have jumped off the rope or something and just landed wrong on her knee, man. Or you right. know. Uh, But by all accounts, it was a freak accident. Nobody's to blame. Uh, and they were training. It was a required training session to get back on the road type deal. Um, but it did kind of raise a question, even though this was considered a freak accident and, and nobody was to blame on whatnot. One, one, one thing I do wonder um, is if we are going to see more injuries within like the first three to six months with them being back on the road, you know? Because, because they're going, they're going from wrestling one night a week to now they're wrestling four, four nights. A week. Right? Because I think they're doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, as of now, and that could, you know, they could add Tuesday to it or whatever. Um, Right. And so your body over these last 17, 18 months, outside of pay-per-views, you're wrestling one time a week, you know? And so now your body's got to readjust and get used to this new schedule. And that's one of my, you know, because there's always good, but there's always negative as well with anything in life, you know? Um. And so that's just kind of where my head went with that. Like, I hope we don't see, um, because, you know, you can go back through the history of wrestling and it's like when the injury bug bites, it bites a lot of people at the same time. And, and I hope right. that doesn't happen. Absolutely. Um, and like you said, especially, yeah, because you, you're
1: by, that's the thing you worry about because for so long, most of these guys and gals have been on the road Going, 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 and now you know you're not, and now you're going to be ramping it right back up. Yeah, that's that's injuries
0: waiting to happen. You know, and I've heard wrestlers say in interviews that you know wrestling the three or four or five times a week, however much it was, that was a way for their body to kind of get calloused up again. You know, because right the the wrestling, the whole business, falling on your back like they do that's not a natural body movement. It's not, you know, your body's not used to that. It's a learned ability. It's a learned trait. Uh, so yeah. And then, I mean, your, your body gets used to one thing and then you're changing it. There's a, you know, um, and, and, and in the world of wrestling and in sports in general, it doesn't take much to get an injury, you know? Right. So that's just kind of one of my fears. And, and I hope, I hope, I hope, you know, AEW as well. Um, and all, all the other companies that are going back to multi-time a week, you know, um, Ring of Honor, or Impact, if they're doing the same thing, you know, I just hope these guys and girls, they're able to stay healthy um, because they've been able to push through this tough time for the last 17, 18 months. And and I want to see them reap the benefits of of being back out, out there doing what they love in front of people, you know. Right. So, so hopefully they can, you know, just I'm, I'm hoping for a clean bill of health for as long as possible for as many people as possible. Um, so with that being said, we've been rambling on long enough. Slade, can you do me a favor and pull up the rumored uh, card for this weekend? Kind of, I
1: can do you. I can. I can absolutely do that. I had it pulled up and my brain got away from me for a second. So hold on just a second and I will. Bam. Here we go. All right. Got it up. All
0: right. So uh start running down the card for me and then we'll we'll give our thoughts and, and, and what we think of the matches. I will go, we
1: will start with the a match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. The Viking Raiders, Eric and versus AJ Styles and Amos. Um, who has impressed as a singles wrestler? Um, way better than I thought he would be.
0: Yeah, yeah, same. Um, um go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say. I think. I, I think it'll be an entertaining match. um I think I,
1: I, I, it'll be entertaining, and I think the Viking Raiders will get some power spots on Amos, but. You can't take the belts off on almost and and styles right now, you just can't
0: well see here's the thing here's the thing where I'm coming from because I'm kind of conflicted because I agree with you, but then at the same time a j Styles is so good on the mic at being uh the chaser he's so good at it at, at all oh, you, you snuck one in, you cheated, whatever, you know, making excuses like he's that kind of, he's really good at being that type of a heel um, that I could see them putting the belts on the Ra- the Viking Raiders, and then having, you know, kind of flipping the script and having AJ and Omos chasing after and having the, the antagonizing uh, AJ Styles uh, doing his thing, um, But at the same time, I, like I said, I agree with you. I don't think they should take the titles off of them. Um, Especially Amos. Yeah. You know, uh, and then you got to wonder if, if, if they take the titles off of them, does that signify breakups coming soon? Um, I hope, you know, I hope that doesn't happen because I think AJ has been great for Amos. Yes. Yes. You know he's helped him. He's lended, you know, lended credibility to him. You know, AJ's obviously one of the best to ever do it, in my opinion. Right. Um, and he's since he's coming to WWE, his mic work has just continued to improve and improve and improve and improve. Um, he's uh, him, him and Riddle, or um, two of the two of the people that anytime they come on my on the TV on Monday nights, I, I sit there and my ears perk up and you know. I'm kind of a little more interested to see what they're doing or saying um so yeah i just hope i hope it's a good match i hope it's not a, a a like you like to say a bunch of shenanigans and tomfoolery um i'm fine with some of it but um i don't know man i just yeah i just hope it's entertaining i don't really care who yeah. wins or loses because i think regardless of the outcome that feud isn't over um, right. I think, I think one of them is going to be chasing the other regardless of, of the outcome. And I could see that being a, a SummerSlam rematch.
1: Right. Right. And I want some more almost time because almost always
0: yeah. a And I love almost. He's a big human being. Yes, he is. He's large. Yes, he is.
1: All right. So uh, we'll go from Styles and almost versus the Viking Raiders to Our first Money in the Bank ladder match, this one for the women's championship contract between Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, uh, Nikki Cross, or Nikki Ash, I'm sorry, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, (sighs) Battaglia and Tamina. Uh... I don't even know where to go here. I really don't. Um, In a just world, Asuka wins it, but that's not going to happen. She won it last year, then was awarded the belt because Nikki, uh, because Becky was pregnant and had to leave. Um, I don't think Natalya or Tamina get it. (sighs) I think Liv Morgan could use it the most, but I don't think she'll get it. I don't think Zelina Vega gets it. So that leaves Naomi, Alexa, or Nikki. And uh, for this Nikki, if they want this Nikki Ash character to work, I think she needs to win it to get some credibility. But I think ultimately ultimately, Alexa
0: wins it. It's interesting. Uh, You know, my first thought when I hear – Cause I told you the last couple of episodes were recorded that, that this, this card was building up to be a really good pay-per-view on, on paper. no pun intended. Right. Um, but this women's match at first glance, the word that comes to my mind is cluster. Yes. Yeah. You know. Um, and I guess I understand
1: to an extent um, you've got, Two pieces on the sidelines that theoretically could have been used um, in Sasha Banks and possibly Becky Lynch, but I can also see not wanting to take a chance on them in a match like this, of them getting hurt and then you've lost them for another, you know, nine, ten months. Right. But you know, man,
0: and and I, my thing with Nikki, man i don't i ain't getting too far into it the only thing i'm gonna say about her she wants this gimmick to work. her promos have got to change yes it's obvious to me that she is uh she is catering to a seven eight nine year old person kid Um, Which is fine because WWE, you know, they're a variety show. Bruce Prichard said that numerous times on his uh, podcast. WWE is a variety show. They try to give something for everybody. Um, So I'm I'm fine that, you know, but it's obvious that that's what she's going for. That's the gimmick she's going for. That's the angle she's going for. Um, But even when you talk, you still have to somehow relate to, to adults in a way. You know what I mean? And it's just it's so just over the top, just cheesy like her promos. Um, yeah, and and those have got to change. You know, she's always had charisma, uh, oodles and oodles of charisma. Ever since she was in 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 the group Sanity on NXT, right. um, she, I told you like she's she was the one that stuck out to me in that group, um, and and so. I could see them going with her, like you said, to make the gimmick work. Um and try and get that gimmick over because the whole almost a superhero thing and I can't be a superhero until I win the championship type deal, whatever. I do wonder if she's gonna change her name from Ash to Az As if she becomes a superhero. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cause I mean like if Ash stands for almost a superhero, well, what if you do become a superhero? You got to change your name again, regardless. Right. Um, who knows, it might not last that long. You know, sh- uh Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and I think I mentioned it back when she first did the change, if we talked about it, I can't remember, but I, I'm happy that apparently this is her idea, it's something she's wanted to do, it's something she believes in. So I'm all for people, you know, um, um, betting on themselves. Like, I'm all for that. Right it's just for me personally, if, if uh, there has to be a little, a little believability to some of your gimmick, you know what I mean? Um, she isn't the hurricane, you know, no. nobody's a hurricane. Um, no. So I could see them putting it on her. Uh, I, I'm like you, I don't see Zelina winning it. Uh, Natty and Tamina, they don't need it. There's no use for them to have it. Uh so that leaves you with what? Nikki, Naomi, Alexa. Liv. Uh, Liv. And, and who else? Uh, uh,
1: that's it. I, that, I was okay. going to say Liv would make sense, but it yes. seems like they're doing some weird. Um, uh, <sighs> Sonya Deville doesn't like her for some reason, so she keeps making her life difficult thing and I, I again don't understand it
0: but that's neither here yeah. nor there with live it seems like they're doing a long game right you know um because she beats people who get the the shots and she isn't getting the shots i could see them building towards a sonya and live feud yes if, if sonya is indeed getting back in the ring and i hope she is um she's very believable in the ring uh I could see that being the case, but at the same time, my two dark courses for this match are live just because it's that underdog story. And my second kind of underdog pick is Naomi. Um, And the only reason I say Naomi, I'm not big, and I think I've said it before, I'm not big on people saying people deserve things. But Naomi deserves it. Like, if anybody deserves it, Naomi deserves it. Yes. Um, and, and I could see that being a boost to her character um, and and her using that on somebody down the road. Um, yes. And, and you, you said Alexa. I, dude, I, I don't know about Alexa, man. I don't know. Now she's just going around screaming at people. And then uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I hope the fiend comes back at SummerSlam or maybe this money in the bank and pairs up with her again. And hopefully that adds some magic because uh, her by herself it's just it's gone off the rails, man. Yes. You know, the only thing I can say about it, and I've said it before, uh, my four year old is intrigued. Um so that's what they're going for, mission accomplished. But yes, they've really, really lost me with her over the last probably two months, um, which is unfortunate. Uh, so I kind of selfishly hope she doesn't win it. Um, like I said, my two dark horses are- uh, Live the, in Naomi. Live in Naomi. Um, I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that my, I'm hoping my expectations are too low, if that makes sense. And, because, like I said, sometimes I,
1: that works yeah. out that way.
0: No, yeah, definitely. If you don't have high expectations, it's easy to be impressed, you know? Um, yeah. And so I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. Um, but I'm kind of like you. I don't know. I don't know why Natty and Tamina had to be in it. Um, I guess technically because you needed two SmackDown people, but they've been on all and SmackDown. Um, I wish they would tried to finagle something to have Shotzi and Tegan in there instead. Yeah. Um, even though they debuted Raw, but like, who cares at this point? Cause the draft is coming up anyway. Um, Cause you know, Shotzi would have done some crazy stuff. Oh, absolutely. And, and it, it would have been more believable because I don't think anybody believes Natty and Tamina have a shot. Right. Either one of them um, while being champions and, and yeah, but neither one of them need it. Um, So that's a long way of saying. I hope it's a good match. Yes. (laughs) So, so what do we have next?
1: All right, we will go to back to a singles match. This one for the Raw Women's Championship: Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair.
0: (sighs) (sighs) I'll say this, Slade. The only reason I care is I hope they're able to redeem themselves from the last pay per view.
1: This is true. This is true because the last match. For whatever reason, it just, it, 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 it didn't, is bad.
0: It, it, didn't um, work. it didn't
1: click. They, they did beat each other up, but then you had the moment where, where Charlotte was kicking, flailing, and just, just, just no. It didn't um, work. I truly, I don't think Charlotte needs the belt at all. I also don't think Rhea's ready for the, carrying the SmackDown Women's Championship or the Raw Women's Championship. So Charlotte probably wins just because I think they're starting to see it. But on the other hand, the rule of the rule of thumb is whoever looks dominant on the Monday going home before the Monday show before or the Friday show before the pay-per-view doesn't win the match. And right. Charlotte did have Rhea in a figure eight hanging off the ring, hanging off the ring apron. So I using that like as that. my logic, I'll say Rhea finds a way to win and loses it at SummerSlam possibly to a returning Becky Lynch.
0: Yeah. Now I will say I did I did like the Charlotte spot Monday night, this past yes. Monday night. I enjoyed that. Um, I thought that was well done. I, like I said a minute ago, man, I just hope they redeem themselves. I think yeah. they will. I think they can. You know, Charlotte obviously has all the ability in the world, and Rhea's not far behind in the ring. You know, she's very believable. Um, right. I think they just had a bad night at the office, and, and that it happens, happens you bad. know. Um, so... I think they'll redeem themselves. I think it'll be another physical match. You know, their whole feud has been pretty physical, which is I'm completely fine with it. Um, They just just slow down and tell the story. You know what I mean? Um, I think this is a tough call. Um, because I agree with you, Charlotte doesn't need the title. Um, especially if like Becky's coming back. Or 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 Sasha's, whatever you know. If if one of the big names is coming back for a SummerSlam run at the title, you don't need Charlotte there, you know. Um, keep the young person, the up and comer with the title against the veteran, um, All right? But I mean, I, I don't know because uh, part of me saying there's got to be some title switches at a paper at a big pay per view, you know, and this would be this this would be a prime candidate for it um i could see i could see charlotte winning on some not necessarily a fluke but you know not in the cleanest of ways yes uh, you know uh, i could see that happening and then they have a rematch on on raw monday night and then she kind of goes from there uh and then Rhea goes on to something else or maybe they have a triple threat at the summer slam with like you said becky you know becky charlotte and Rhea or something uh yeah i'm gonna go with charlotte
1: okay okay like i said i could see that one going either way yeah like it wouldn't shock me if they if they went the other way there but like i said there's there's no i don't think there's any I don't think there's any right answer, truthfully.
0: Yeah, you can see the story for both outcomes. You know what I mean? Um, I agree with that. I can see it going either way.
1: All right. So, we will go to another singles match here. This one, a singles match for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley with MVP in his corner versus Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods in his corner. so Xavier beat Bobby on Monday. So of course that leads the doubt and the oh, you know, Xavier can beat him, Kofi can. And this has been a really well done feud. I've got to say, it's yes. it's they've done a really good job elevating Kofi again. Bobby Bobby has really upped his mic game like tremendously. Yes. Um, but um I love Kofi. I love Xavier. I love the New Day. And I and I do think there's something the idea of not having two heel champions when you go back on the road. But I, I don't think Kofi's the one that takes it off of him. I just mm. I just don't. I, I think Lashley retains here, and I I expect to be a competitive match. What I fully expect to have happen is Lashley to beat Kofi up or to me to win, and then to beat Kofi up after the match, and and really kind of put that if 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 not him, who out there?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember it, but it was a few podcasts ago I had mentioned like basically the story that Kofi has been using. Bobby, you're 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 chilling with all these women. You're doing this. You're doing that. You, you're not focused, man. You're losing a step, you know. Um, I love the story that they've been telling. Uh right. between between the both of them and MVP, of course. Uh, but you know, with, with the light seemingly clicked on in Bobby's head at the end of Raw on Monday, you know, where he came out and he was serious and uh but it was a great promo that he cut. Um uh, yeah, I think Kofi's in for for a rude awakening um, Sunday, you know, I think I think it'll be a good match. You know, I think Kofi will get some offense in. I don't think it'll be a six-second squash or whatever it was that Brock Lesnar no. did to him on SmackDown. Um, I, you, you know, I think it'll go seven, ten minutes. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I, the pay-per-view before SummerSlam, you're not taking it off of Lashley. No to put it on Kofi. And that's not a slight to Kofi, but they've spent this last year building Lashley up. And and, and, you know, you've heard all these rumors of of SummerSlam's gonna be this year's WrestleMania type deal and blah 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 blah. You're not taking it off the pay-per-view before. Now, if it was three months before and you had you had two more pay-per-views to get back to him being the champion somehow for you know, yeah, I could see it. But being being the pay-per-view before SummerSlam, I don't see it. Um, like I said, that's not a slight to Kofi. I'm the same as you, love Kofi, love Xavier, love The New Day, love Big E. I listen to their podcast every week. They're entertaining as hell. Um, you could tell that there's a true, genuine friendship. Oh hell, on their last, I think it was two podcasts ago, they were talking about finding burial plots where they could be buried on top of each other. Oh <laughs> you have to listen to the whole episode to get it. But that's just the you know, you could tell they are genuinely they love each other and they're friends, all right. three of them. Um so yeah, it's not a slight to them, you know, to Kofi, um, in the least, with me saying that. Uh it's just kind of thinking logically. Right. Uh, and and with SummerSlam being said, you know, there's been long, rumor for the longest time that uh Rock Lesnar, who has a ponytail now, by the way. Yes. uh, Which is weird. But uh, Lesnar was going to come back for SummerSlam and we'd have Lashley versus Lesnar. That hasn't been, from what I've seen, that hasn't been confirmed. That hasn't been refuted. Um, It's kind of still up in the air from what I've seen. But I did see a report. I didn't read the article. Uh, Will State, I did not read the article. I didn't care to read the article. I just saw the headline. Um, and all it said, the, all the all the headlines said was Goldberg set to appear on on WWE TV next week. It didn't say yep. Raw, it didn't say SmackDown, but for me, just reading the headline, that tells me, just Matt being, assuming, and trying to put two and two together, tells me they couldn't get Lesnar lined up for SummerSlam, and they're bringing Goldberg in to finish Lashley at SummerSlam. Which, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think I mean I think the trains passed on Goldberg about five six years ago, but again, you know,
1: he, with Goldberg, you know what you're getting. He's going to hit a spear, and he's going to get a jackhammer
0: on Lashley, though. What I, I said, I don't see him getting a jackhammer on Lashley. I don't either. Lashley's too damn big. I agree, um, and, and Lashley. Lashley
1: you're not having Goldberg beat Lashley for the belt. I'm sorry, you're not. There's no, no point.
0: No. Um, like I said, I said headline. I did not read the article. Um, if the, you, you know, you could have clicked on the link, and there could have been a picture of Stone Cold flipping you off, saying you got got. I don't know. I just read the right. headline, and sometimes that's where you mess up it's just strictly by reading the headline. Um, but that's what I'm assuming just because you're not going to have, there's, there's too many people on SmackDown or too many things that can happen on SmackDown. And we'll get into it in a minute for Goldberg to be going on SmackDown and facing Reigns. You know what I mean? Goldberg's not coming back to do anything but a title match. You know, he's not wrestling a non-title program against, uh, 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 Humberto Carrillo, you know? Right. You can kind of put two and two together and deduce, uh, your own thing, but that's kind of what I assume is happening. Uh, so yeah, I, I I see Lashley winning. I don't see it be much of a uh, much of a contest in that aspect. Like I said, Kofi will get some moves in and whatnot, uh, but I think he's might just going to sell. his – Might
1: ass. even hit a trouble in paradise. Right,
0: but he's going. He's just going to sell his ass off for for yes. Lashley, um, and he'll make Lashley look like a refocused and 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 like okay, this man's like back in his game. Yeah, um, like he should be. Yes. So, what do we have? All right. Next?
1: All right. Our second Money in the Bank ladder match for the World Championship. This one, the Raw, well, yeah, for either Raw or SmackDown. I'm sorry. Ricochet versus John Morrison versus Riddle versus Drew McIntyre versus Biggie versus Kevin Owens versus uh, King Nakamura
0: versus Seth Rollins. Okay. Let me go first on this one, Slate. Go right ahead. Um, you know, I'll be honest, when when I said that, you know, when I had told you a couple times that the, 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 the match card was looking really good, this was the match I was talking about. Right. Um, this Money in the Bank ladder match has the potential to be one of the best ever, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, because you have people in there who can do everything. You obviously have Morrison and Ricochet. You know, if you've watched any of their matches over the last three weeks, they're going to do some crazy spots. It's going to be – I, they're just just—they're just about to put their bodies on the line and they're you know neither one of them are going to win it but they're not there to win it they're there to do the Shelton Benjamin run up the ladder bounce off springboard over the top rope type stuff um, they're there for that and they're going to do it and it's going to be really fun to watch and then you got Nakamura uh, he's not going to win uh, I don't see him needing it no, you know, uh he's got this king gimmick that they just put on him, and I'm enjoying him and Rick Moogs together. I can't yes. say it like he says it. Um, but you know, uh he doesn't need it. Um McIntyre is interesting because anytime it's always kind of awkward having a, a a larger guy in that match. Yes, um, because it is a high spot match, but I think him being the only, I mean, Riddle is a decent sized guy, but he ain't McIntyre. Um, so I think having but McIntyre, Biggie's big in there. But not yeah. Tall. But yeah. He's like six foot, 5'11. Um, yeah. But McIntyre's just, he's six four, six five, two seventy. 270, you know? Right. Um, and so, but I think it kind of goes back. You have somebody in there to cover all the bases, you know? Right. Um, and this one, I can see. Do we know if, if, if Orton's hurt or if he's just been off TV? Let me. Has he hadn't don't, been on TV in three or four weeks? No, he hasn't. You know, I thought originally when they did that, um, where Riddle was acting like Orton that night, I thought it was just, you know, he missed a flight or, or a flight got canceled or and he couldn't show up. But he hasn't been on since right. then either. You know, and Riddle's played it up great. He's following like a missing persons report and all of this on social media and, uh, riddle's been great with it but it, you know I, I was wondering if orton is actually hurt or if he's just been held off of tv because i could see a scenario where riddle's almost at the at the briefcase and orton comes in and calls him the briefcase somehow i could see that and, and as a surprise you know since he has been off tv obviously if he's injured that ain't gonna happen um, but I don't think he's injured, because I haven't heard any reports that he is. Um, you know, you got you got Biggie, you got McIntyre, you got Riddle. Are those the three that I have said that, yeah, because Ricochet and winning, uh, Morrison and winning, Nakamura and winning, McIntyre, I don't see – I hope McIntyre doesn't win. I don't think McIntyre wins. I think I, – I see gender costing him. I hope, you know, and I don't care for gender or whatever, you know. Um, but be, just, but that's, want,
1: that's actually a good feud for both of No, them. no, it, but, is, it is. It
0: is. I completely agree. Not, you know? Yeah. I don't want to I'm disparage gender, but I'm just saying at this point, I don't care about gender. Um, hey, hopefully a feud with Drew will make me care. Um, And I hope that's where they go with it. Uh, uh, because I think Drew is in a spot now where he can bring people up. You know what I mean? Yes. He doesn't yes. need to be brought up. He can do the bringing up. He's he's elevated to that spot, which is a compliment. Um, yes. He doesn't need to be in a championship picture to be relevant. Um, so I hope – I think it's going to come down between Riddle, because he's the main – he's been the main focus on Raw um, the last month. Uh, Big E. Um, Because, you know, Big E's going to be the fan favorite, uh, being in front of a crowd. You know, everybody's been clamoring for a a, a Big E run for a while now. Um, And then who else?
1: Yeah. So, my thinking is, I'm with you. Ricochet, I don't think winnings. I don't think Morrison's winning. Um, I don't think McIntyre wins. I don't think Nakamura wins, and I don't think Rollins wins, because I don't think any of those guys need
0: that's who else I was forgetting. Rollins I don't think yeah. they need. Them. No, because I think Rollins is about to be um in a deal with Edge. I do too. They've they've teased the heck out of it. Yep.
1: And you don't need so, a briefcase for that. Yeah, you don't need a briefcase for that at all. So that leaves Riddle, that leaves Biggie. And that leaves Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think Owens wins it just because he had 97,000 chances against Roman and didn't win any of them. So that leaves Riddle and Biggie. Um. And I'm with you. I think Orton, this is the Orton Hill turn. He calls Riddle the match. Or he could even do a thing where he's actually trying to help and accidentally calls him. Right, right, inadvertently. Like in a, Like. Accidentally, on purpose, kind of deal, right? That 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 you can keep it going because it it's plausible that he didn't mean to do it, and then down the road he can say, "Oh, I totally meant to do that when I did it."
0: Because he's still a snake. Yeah. So
1: that leaves me with Biggie, and and here's and I've seen some other people say this, and and I actually love the idea of Biggie wins the Money in the Bank ladder match. And later in the night, um, Lashley just brutalizes Kofi. Mm. And like maybe MVP even like handcuffs Xavier to the ring and makes him watch, where he can't escape and he has to watch Kofi just get battered. And Big E says, you know what? I know yeah. I'm on SmackDown, but this gives me an opportunity to fight either champion. I'm fighting Lashley.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I think that could be a really good feud.
0: Yeah. I
1: really good. Um, so I, I think, think the, I think
0: that would be more believable than him going after Reigns at this yes. point. Yes, at this point, yes. Um, here's another thing that uh, I was listening to the Cheap Heat podcast, uh, Peter Rosenberg, uh, last week, and they were talking about something similar, but it was different. And, and it kind of got my ears perked up, and I don't think it's happening, but their, their scenario was what if Kofi somehow beats Lashley and takes the title from him, and since they're all three in the arena together, you know, all of New Day's in the ring celebrating. Here comes Big E down the ring holding the briefcase. He cashes in the briefcase on Kofi, takes it from Kofi, and sp- – and like that's how he gets it, and like that's your that's your New Day split up, or you know Big E splitting up from New Day. I, I don't want him to do that. It would be think- it, it would be interesting to say the least, though, um, to do that. You know, your first show back with fans like that, um, and it would be unexpected compared to you know what you were saying about uh, coming down and trying to save the day type deal.
1: Um, Well, he only had to save the day. He could, like, win it, hold it, and then, like, the next night on Raw say, like, Okay, yeah,
0: just come out and look. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll tell
1: you right now, I'm cashing my money. Like, if we set up Goldberg for Lashley, God help us all. Yeah. He could always play up the, you don't know when I'm going to do it. I could do it any time. Right. And then he could even set up a, okay, I've already decided I'm cashing my money in the bank at this pay-per-view that night that's when i'm cashing it in so i hope you're ready like i'm i don't even i'm not even going to take it that way i want to beat you fair and square and i want to beat you up i want to have as much time as possible to beat you
0: up before we do this i tell you lashley and big e would be a fun match yes it would be a fun match yes you know, if they were able to have, like you were saying, a one on one, you know, Biggie not coming in when Lashley's hurt type deal, but like have a 15, 20 minute match, uh, that would be a fun match. Yeah.
1: Two, would be two big, two big men bumping meat. Yeah. Two,
0: two medium two big meaty men. Big big, yeah.
1: <laughs> big bumping meat.
0: But yeah, I, I hope, I hope, selfishly hope it, it's either uh, Riddle or. Uh, Biggie yes they get the briefcase because I think Riddle could do some stuff you know he would be entertaining with it as well Um, I'm with you on Owens like we said about uh, Seth Rollins I think he's headed for a program with Edge and the briefcase would be a distraction you know he wouldn't he doesn't need that Um, he's also at a position where he doesn't need it regardless Um, he's always going to be kind of at the top of the food chain if you will you know if not one two you know he's going to be in the top five um, he's never going to the bottom of the ladder type deal. Um, so he doesn't need it. Um, so yeah, but I anticipate, man, I, I, I anticipate this being a very wild, um, and entertaining money in the bank ladder match, you know, right? because it's kind of like we said about, um, uh, I forget what match it was, but I've never seen a bad ladder match, you know, um, yeah. and, and um, this is going to be, it has the potential to be one of, if not the best money in the bank matches ever, in my yes. opinion. Yes.
1: There's so many good workers in there. It, it, and, you know, Ricochet and Morse, even though I don't think they'll win, they're yes. going to have some
0: spots. Yes. Where they're going to
1: be like, oh, wow. Yes.
0: They're, yeah, they will be the reason they don't win. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not that, right. oh, they're they're holding them back. The powers of beer holding them. It's like, no, they broke their bodies in half. Yes. Like, <laughs> they couldn't get up. Yes. Um, and that's what I was saying, man, there's there's they have they have people in that match that can cover all the bases, you know, all the way from uh, Ricochet and Morrison, all the way up to to, to Drew McIntyre. Right. You have somebody for everything. I mean, that's why I'm so excited about this match. Oh, absolutely. It'll be a good it'll be a good.
1: Well, that leads us to what I believe will be the main event of the evening. And that will be the singles match for the WWE Universal Championship between Roman Reigns and Edge, who just made his return a few weeks ago and challenged Reigns for the belt and has brutalized Jimmy and Jey Uso a little bit. And now we are looking at the possibility of a Reigns-Edge match Um Reigns <sighs> ain't losing. Let's let's just be honest here. Yeah. Reigns ain't losing.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Edge teaming up with Ray and Dominic on Friday yes. night? Yes,
1: Ray and Dominic versus Roman, Jay and Jimmy.
0: That'll be or not. if if they give them the time, and it's not some shenanigans with Roman, like pulling some. This BS. could be classic. Well, not only that, but it'd be, I mean, you're getting to see, you know, Edge made an Instagram post about it, you know, him getting to team up with Ray one more time. um, Yes. You don't know how many more times there will be. And then you throw in Dominic on top of that, getting to team with Ray's son, you know, that'll be fun to watch just for, you know, the quote unquote older fans who grew up on Ray Mysterio and Edge. um, Right. Just see them together again. Um, So I'm looking forward to that match before we even get to Money in the Bank. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. Reigns isn't losing Sunday.
1: I I figure this will be the match where they'll find a way – the Mysterios will find a way to neutralize the Usos. And it seems like, oh, it's going to be a one-on-one. And this is where Rollins comes down. And call Edge the match. Yeah, so they kind of teased that uh, Union. They sort of teased the Reign, the Rollins and Edge uh, friction from Rollins saying, "I'm still going to kill him anyway." A few years ago on Raw. So um,
0: when they've kept it, they've kind of kept and it. They kind of kept fresh. it fresh. Like, yeah, because Edge saw Rollins and was like, "Yeah, I remember 2014." I remember. Oh, what you yeah, said. yeah, I remember. <laughs> so it's kind of you know keeping that in in, in, in people's minds, um, which is a good job of storytelling. Um, and another thing, if 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 like you said, Rollins comes down to cost edge, um, that can be good for multiple reasons because obviously when well, you got Rollins and Edge, but at the same time, you know the rumored match for Reigns at SummerSlam is Cena. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, even though Cena has said he's coming back to wrestling, he didn't say when, he didn't say where, he didn't say how. He just said he, he would be back, um, which I, I don't think anybody doubted that in the first place. But if some were to fall through with Cena or if he's, you know, because he is still filming movies. Uh, yes. If someone were to fall through with Cena, well, now you have something set up for a triple threat. You know, you can have Rollins and, and Reigns and Edge at SummerSlam as kind of a plan B. Yes. Um, If they were to do it the way you said, you know, with with Rollins kind of interjecting himself into that match. So now you got kind of two scenarios to where, okay, if plan A doesn't work, we had a pretty damn good plan B. Right. Um, You know, or if plan A does work, well, now we got another co-main event type match with Rollins and Edge and a singles. Uh, So I think if they do it that way, I hope they do the way you you played it out. Um, That would be the smartest booking, in my opinion. Uh, and, and like I said, you, you, you leave the door open for multiple options doing it that way. Right. Um, I think, I think edge is going to get plenty of offense in. I think this will be, oh, yeah. I, th- I think this will be a typical, uh, Roman Reigns main event type match where it'll be kind of slow and, and, and plotting, but in a good way, um, you're going to see some, you know, that they're going to beat, beat the hell out of each other. Uh, but, I think Edge has done too much to, him, to to Roman and the Usos in the last three weeks for for Roman to not come out on top, right? Because um, um, Roman has looked vulnerable and Edge is playing that that I mean he's the ultimate opportunist, you know. He, he even says it, but he's playing that veteran. You know, Roman thinks he's smarter than everybody. Well, I, I can one up him type deal. Um, you know, I can get in his head the same way he can get in other people's head, you know, because that's what Edge has always been good at, is getting in people's heads. Um, uh, and so I love the storytelling that they've had in this feud. Um, Edge coming back and on the mic. Edge is so damn good, Slade, on the mic. Like, I've always been a fan of Edge. But, like, yes. this Edge is almost, I mean... <laughs> it might be sacrilegious for me to say it, but I almost enjoy this edge more than the rated R superstar edge, you know, and the the rated R superstar edge was damn good. Like he was hall of fame worthy. Yes. Um, But there's just something, I don't know if it's the acting, you know, the TV shows and the movies that he's done since he retired back in 2011 or 2010, whatever it was. Yeah. That have just opened up the next level with him on the microphone, you know, Um, because the charisma and the in-ring work has always been there for edge but since he's come back the 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 mic skills and the promos just the way he looks into the camera and it's just it's on another level Um, right I, i hope i hope i hope that there's some young people in that locker room because from what i've seen with edge he's very approachable he's a very genuine guy um, you know, he's not standoffish with t- other talent. You know, he, he seems like a genuine human being. Um, if you follow him on social media, he's always doing things with fans and whatnot. Uh, right. So I hope that some young talent back, you know, backstage are taking advantage of having him around and picking his right. brain and, and taking notes because what he's doing, that's a lesson for everybody back there. You know, like the classes in session when he's in the ring, um, and and I hope that they are taking notes, um, because what he's doing isn't normal. You know what I mean? Like, um, but with that being said, he's not he's not winning. No, um, and I think that's the right move is to keep it on yeah. Roman. Uh, and and you know I can see Edge is the most out of all the opponents Roman has had. I think Edge has been is the most credible. In uh, the most believable, in terms of yeah, he could do it just because of the mind games he can play with him on top of the in-ring stuff. Uh, but I could see it being more of a down the road type thing. You know, um, I don't, I don't see it happening this time. I think it'll be a damn good match. Uh, yes. It, it, you know, as, as excited as I said I was about the men's Money in the Bank match, this has the potential to be the match of the night. Oh, absolutely. Um, because, like I said, I think they'll give him plenty of time. I think they'll just tell the right story. You know, Edge, is, he's got that old school mindset of tell the story. You know, we can go slow. He had that match with, you know, the, the feud with Orton. Yes. Um, you know, it, it got ruined by the tagline of being the greatest wrestling match ever, but it was a damn good wrestling match. And it was one of the best wrestling matches I had seen in a long, long time. Um, yep. Tagline or not. Um, so he he his style kind of fits right into the, what Roman has been trying to do since he came back um, so I think yeah I think if everything goes as planned they'll tear the house down um, Roman will come out on top but the fans will leave leave the arena satisfied right um, it'll be it'll be fine. no definitely like I said man I'm I'm pretty excited outside of, I mean, there's a couple of matches, like I said, the women's money in the bank is funny how the women's money in the bank match and the men's money in the bank match are like on the opposite ends of the spectrum for me. Um, 100%. Like I said, with, with having those low expectations on the women's side, you know, it, it won't take much to, um, surpass my expectations. And I hope they do. Uh, the, the, the card from top to bottom, there's, there's some good storylines going on. Uh, and, and I think it should be a, uh, should be a damn good show, man. I think it will be. Um yeah, I I have really,
1: really high hopes for most of the matches. And I, I think the one thing I can say for the whole Thunderdome era is they they found a formula that works for pay-per-views, and I yes, hope they yes. they don't go away from that formula.
0: No, absolutely.
1: I like think six, five, six, maybe seven matches is about all you want give them time to breathe and you can still get in and out less than three hours.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I've kind of said uh, multiple times before outside of the big four, or maybe the big five, if you want to include money in the bank, you know, and I've said that money in the bank, in my opinion is above uh, survivor series now, but outside of those four or five pay per views, keep them. Like you said, five, six, seven matches, seven at most, if you're going to have a quick squash match, um, that way you're giving the people time, the, the, the talent time to tell a story. You can let the matches breathe. And you're not just trying to get everybody on the show, you know. Um, and you will have a much more quality product um, and a much more entertaining product for the fans to watch on TV and in person. And you're still out of there in, like, in three hours. And then when you have the big four or big five pay-per-views, whatever you want to call them, then you can do the eight, nine, or 10 matches, you know and it can be a four hour show, but every, every pay-per-view doesn't need to be a four hour marathon in my opinion. Right. You know, just save it for the, save it for the big ones, man. Right. Yeah. I I wouldn't be mad if, if they started the big ones an hour early, you know? Right. Um, or, or you have 10 matches, but put three of them on the pre-show and you still have seven on the main card. Um, but yeah, I, the formula that they that they I don't they figured it out. They ran into the formula. They looked into it. Whatever, but the pay per view formula they did they that they came up with during the the pandemic is working. Yes. So I hope I hope I hope they do not deviate from that. They don't need to. They don't need to. There's like, no reason for it. Like like that with with your own
1: network, you don't have to make good with pay per view advertisers. You, you can do this. And I don't – it doesn't hurt
0: at all. You know, and and it's like I have mentioned before, um, with SummerSlam being on a Saturday this year, I think it's out of necessity because of uh, uh, the the Mayweather fight or whatever it is the next night in Las Vegas. Right. Um, My hope is that WrestleMania stays two nights, which I don't think it will, but that's my hope, is that WrestleMania is a Saturday and Sunday affair and that SummerSlam, uh, Royal Rumble – or at least SummerSlam and Royal Rumble, or Saturday Night shows. I would. That'd be great if you had SummerSlam and Royal Rumble on Saturday night. Um, it, it just makes them feel different, special. Right, and yeah. those are your te- those are your tentpole events, right? You know, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Royal Rumble. You, you you know you can you can debate about Money in the Bank and Survivor Series if you want to, but those three are unde- undebatable, uh-huh. undeniable, whatever you want to say. Um, so like I said, WrestleMania is obviously your biggest one. That's where you're getting the most eyeballs. Make it a two-day event because you know you're gonna have 14 matches or whatever. Right. Seven on each show, three hours each night, you're good. And then Royal Rumble and SummerSlam put those on Saturday night. That way, if you do want to have nine matches, 10 matches. And you want to go four or four and a half hours? You're doing it on Saturday night. Most people are off on Sundays. They're staying up late on Saturday anyway. So you're not, yeah, you're not draining them, right? Sunday people are trying to go to sleep a little earlier. Usually, you know, um, usually they have work the next morning. Um, so, it's, like you said, it's a, it's more of a mental drain. Um, you put it on Saturday night where people are, are tend to be more programmed to stay up later um, and watch TV later i think it would work and like you said it makes it stand out and makes it more special yeah but that's, I, that's the only you. thing i would change i would keep the I'm whole other you. format
1: i'm with you on that I, I i've always thought saturday night pay-per-view should be a thing anyway so i would be 100 down with this
0: yeah i mean i mean if you think about it uh survivor series used to be on what Thursdays. Thursday? yeah you know, and they used to have, uh, they've had pay-per-views on Tuesdays. They've had pay-per-views. So, but it's just became kind of the, the over the years, they accepted Tom to have pay-per-views on Sundays, but I mean, boxing UFC, they have their pay-per-views on Saturdays. Right. Um, So it wouldn't be much of a stretch for, um, for, for wrestling fans to get used to having, and it's just three pay-per-views a year. You know what I mean? Um, and you can still keep the elimination chamber etlc extreme rules all of those keep those on sundays because they're only going two and a half three hours you know right um but i think you just add that you're just adding to the mystique of those three pay-per-views um, right you're yeah you're making them spent, stand dec- out yeah that you've already spent decades and their brands they're their own brands you know wrestlemania is certainly its own brand um it, the general American knows what WrestleMania is, even though they may not watch it. They've heard of WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Um, and and I would venture to say Royal Rumble is a little bit below that. And then SummerSlam is a little bit below Royal Rumble. Right. Just in terms of name recognition and brand identity. Uh, yeah. And, and, and so I think that would be the smartest thing to do to, to elevate it even more and so i selfishly hope they do that i do too because i'm like you i would much rather watch a four and a half hour pay-per-view on On a saturday Saturday Saturday. than sunday yes sunday i'm gonna be because i'm gonna be pissed off monday morning
1: when i wake up yeah exactly (laughs) why do they keep me up till midnight watching that
0: exactly and especially if it's a terrible ending you know yeah something that just doesn't work Well, anything else for the people Slade? I think I'm good. All right. Well, I think I'm good as well. Um Slade, you might not be with us next week for Money in the Bank recap? Probably not. Okay. Probably out
1: of pocket. Probably be up in the mountains somewhere. Yeah. Living life. Fall
0: of life but I said living life. Absolutely. Hey, I'm not gonna get mad at that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what we'll probably do for the people, I'll probably go ahead and and put out a Money in the Bank review beginning and, and next what I week might sometime. Do,
1: what I might do is I might send you my thoughts so you can have them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: that yeah. way, hey, this is what – you know, he's not here, but this is what he thought.
0: Yeah, we could do that. Or, you know, when you come back on the next episode, you can give us your thought. Either way works for me. That'll um, work. The people will – you know, hopefully – Hopefully the show is good enough to where it matters. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Hopefully I'm not sending you, this was terrible. This was terrible. (laughs) But it was far and away the best thing on this show. Right. Right. Um, But yeah, we'll make it work somehow. But uh, for those that have listened all the way through this episode, we greatly appreciate it. Um, We're both looking forward to to money in the bank on Sunday night. We hope you are as well. Um, We hope you enjoyed listening. Once again, as I said at the beginning of this episode, if you could please give us a like on Facebook and Twitter, like and a follow, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. On Facebook, we are at Buckle Talk and on Twitter, we are at Turnbuckle P. Once again, give us a like and a follow. You can stay up to date on all things Turnbuckle Talk on both of those platforms. Um, And and do us a favor, uh, if if you enjoy listening to the podcast, tell a friend. Get them to listen and then get them to tell a friend and get the, those friends to tell friends. Um, and try and grow this thing and, and get some more listeners because uh, we enjoy doing this. Uh, I know I have a good time doing it. Um, it's, it's, it's a great way for me to talk wrestling with somebody who, who knows what they're talking about in Slade. Um, and with that being said, Please. Slade, um, hope you have a great time on your vacation, man. We'll try. I hope you get to relax as much as possible, even though you're going to be going all the time. Um, Yes. I know that's a beautiful part of the country and you can't do nothing but relax in that part of the country. Right. So I'm happy for you. Happy you're going to go and spend time with family and people you care about and people that care about you. Um, And I hope the people listening are able to do the same thing themselves. Uh, So with that being said, we'll get you all out of here. Uh, We appreciate you listening to Turnbuckle Talk and we look forward to hearing from you next time.
1: Y'all have a good.